are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entrails. Ta-ta. This is the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Your source for lore and so much more. New quick and dirty little intro. Changing yeah, it up a little bit. New year. Welcome, adventurers. Welcome back. We're we're freshened up the intro for a new year. I'm Tom. This is Lotus. We are Whoa. your. Uh, we need to have. We should have a title. Like what? What? What do you name the people who like take you through the museum to see all the exhibits? Like curators? that's curators. Like, we're the curators of your lore experience. Curators of knowledge. Yeah. There you go. This is the. Uh, this is the anyway. This is the lore <laughs> museum, and here we are. Wait, this is weird. I've been Beautiful. doing an entire week full of patron episodes with lots of guests and stuff like that. Now it's just back to you and me, and we're back to talking about all the different Daedra. We're up to the S's. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't remember, because we had the reveal, we we had the Patreon chest. We were trying to finish the Daedric Bestiary, and uh, we're at the S's, so like we're getting there. Yeah, we're still at least three episodes out from finishing yeah. these. By the way, there's still there's still a number to get to, and we've been doing roughly four an episode. But here we're back. We're talking about scamps and other weird stuff, scorions and seekers and scoffin, which sounds like I'm all about the seekers. Terrible ska band name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Terrible ska band for uh, Clavicus Vile. <laughs> oh man, Clavicus Vile would totally be in a band. And Actually, it would totally be Clavicus a ska Vile band. Clavicus Vile and Scothman. There you go. They see ska band. Oh my god. <laughs> now I've got a new side project. <laughs> Clavicus Vile and the Scothman. Right. We have to find somebody who looks a little bit like Clavicus Vile to be like the lead singer. Yeah, and, and the first the first uh, album does need to be called The Fields of Regret. <laughs> the Fields of Regret? It's like a really dark ska band. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're already off to, like, we're completely off the notes here. Uh, welcome back. We're glad that you're here. Here, Scott. <laughs> I almost called you in ska name for some reason. Lotus Scottis. Um, Perfect. Lotus, uh, let's talk about scamps. Let's talk about right, scamps. Let's, let's talk about scamps, because they're... Uh, Scamps have been around for a while and they're really weird. Yeah, I feel um, like these have come up a few times as we've been like referencing how they're similar or different to other Daedra. And now yeah, we actually get to tackle so, them. Yeah, I'll have you dive into like the exact details for that stuff before we get into like the some of the stranger stuff. But they're they've kind of had a similar tone to them most of the time. But the only thing about scamps, which is just kind of weird before we dive fully into it, is um there are varying degrees of weird <laughs> they're, varying they're like degrees weird and at certain weird. points in the series they're really weird <laughs> yeah like uh look at rashal tamir chief of the scamps from Battlespire. that's a weird design that is one of the most so that is one of the most cringy things i've actually found from this series um and it just uh, no, didn't like any part of that. Her voice is to say nails on chalkboard is an understatement to <laughs> her giving you directions yeah, in so, the game. So I'm sure our listeners, so, um, we're obviously we're live. We we do this. We stream sure, it live. Sure. We put the videos up. But if you're listening on audio, which is most of our 
most of yeah, the people who check like out the show 90 something percent of the yeah, audience <laughs> the vast majority of you uh you know what scamps are if you played any of the games you understand yep. they're, they're the kind of little guys they got big heads they got long arms they got pointy ears they got big pointy sharp teeth uh here let's we'll we'll start yeah, over we'll get yeah and, we'll get into the weird bits in a minute we'll get into the weird bits but i just was pulling up on screen images and that one is particularly weird because it looks like a little female child or something like this uh but here let's see we're going to the uesp as we normally do going to the uesp i need to i need a button for that uh here's what it says on the uesp because this is our starting point this is the best wiki for elder scrolls on the internet and they're friends of the show so wonderful starting point and then we'll go from there scamps are one of the lesser sentient daedra of oblivion who often enter the mortal world to cause mischief and carry out errands for their princes they are weak rather dull described as semi-intelligent and cowardly and are easily defeated except in large numbers for the greater daedra scamps are useful minions as their nimble hands can carry and manipulate objects and they are just tricky enough to be cunning opponents in combat. They are most commonly associated with Mehrun's Dagon, though they also serve Moleg Bal, Sheogorath, and Sanguine. Many varieties of scamps exist, including the weaker stunted scamps and fiery magma scamps of Mehrun's Dagon, the Stonefire, Mind Shriven, Trove, and cunning scamps of Moleg Bal, and familiar summoned by mortals. These are often summoned by sorcerers and people like that to kind of do their bidding for them the undaunted also trained scamps to wear packs to carry their valuables which is super cool um and then off you use some of their ingredients like their skin in magical potions and things like that delicious yes and as lotus noted these have been in the series for a very long time they're in pretty much every major uh, game yeah, in the series they've starting been around with, for quite some time in some degree yeah uh, so, they're, they're a long-standing um staple enemy of the you know daedra in the series and they their iterations they always they actually have a much more consistent look than a lot of the other things personally um if you go to the uesp and look up the uh scamp from oblivion mobile that one's uh, one of my favorites because it's ridiculous uh he's got his little animation there you go for anybody watching the video yep <laughs> i yep. his fist he's, he's real just, mad he's, he's dancing um, it's easy he's just a mad dancer He's skanking. Yeah. He's skanking. Because this is the Ska focused episode, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if we go back, we can see that they started with Battlespire and yes. we've got them in pretty and much everything since then. They also spoke quite a bit in Battlespire, actually, which was kind of weird. Um, they were very chatty. They were one of the easier enemies, even if you didn't have like a high linguistic skill. They were pretty prone to talking to you. Their voice was really really exaggerated like kind of super like, high-pitched and uh, nasally kind of like toad from yes. mario yes from that especially from like that mario tv show yeah where he's like, like yes yeah. that that yeah, is yeah. absolutely i'm sorry bad. i just blew out everybody's ear yeah i'm so sorry the audience is now deaf um <laughs> so yeah those little things uh they were very chatty um and <laughs> the other thing which i have you know if i leave any contribution to the elder scrolls uh fandom uh, i'm i you know i would be happy to have it be this but in battlespire there is a uh for whatever reason there is a really durable scamp with pretty much no explanation it just shows up and scamps aren't super 
they mentioned they're kind of runty little enemies. They're, they're little fodder enemies. They, you well, you for, should be able to kill them pretty quickly or as a low level. For whatever reason, uh, this one scamp that shows up in the game uh, has 10,000 hit points as a gauge. Most scamps in the game have like 90. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. In, in fact, the Daedra Lords, I believe, have like 300 in that game. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the god of the scamps. It is, it is lit. So on stream, um, I decided to try to, I, I couldn't use weapons in my playthrough of the game. So I tried to punch it to death, which I think took around 45 minutes. <laughs> um, and we named him ever scamp McLust thirst because <laughs> other than oh, okay. relentlessly following you around the game, when you find him, um, if you try to interact with him, it does not go into the dialogue like cinematic that, that you get in battle spire quite a bit, which is an interesting feature. Um, it just, puts these really creepy comments at the top of the screen. Uh, one of which I remember being, it it, um, it looks, or it stares lustfully at my thighs. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's that's wow. about as Battlespire as it gets um, to begin with. Yeah. For anybody unacquainted with Battlespire. And um, I'm pleased to know that I have seen in unrelated threads on Reddit and stuff, People have literally kept the name ever scanned McLust. That's, that's amazing. It's canon. That's amazing. So I like to think of him as canon. Zoss, um, we need we need this scamp back. Bring it back for ESO. Bring bring this back as a raid boss, like some giant scamp that has been summoned out of oblivion. That's been like, and 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 he's just like super thirsty. It's just like super like, thirsty. What have you done? Why have you come to my realm? Oh, do you want some of this? And you're like, no, die now. Pours you a glass of like sujama. <laughs> Come to my bedroom. Like some candles. Like, no, 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 no. Um, so yeah, in general, they all sort of have a similar vibe, except as you kind of alluded to earlier, with uh, what's her name exactly? Rishal. <laughs> yeah, Rishal Tamir. Here, we'll yeah, put the, Rishal put her back Tamir, on the screen. Chief of the scamps. <laughs> Chief of the Scamps in Battlespire looks yes, again, like from Battlespire. A little kid wearing a loincloth. Yeah. Like a, that was, yeah. I, I always tell people be forewarned with Battlespire. Battlespire has a lot of cool lore that was contributed to the series. It also has some really, really 90s cringe. Yes. And yeah. Rashal is just levels of uncomfortable. Like, it's just like. The little leopard, like, loincloth thing. And I'm like, what is going on? Her voice is obnoxious. It's just, it's, it's awful. Like, the whole thing where she's giving you the quest. I was like, no, I don't like any of this. This just, this is too 90s cringe for me. I don't like where any of this is going. So, yeah, she, she's the most varied of the scamps i guess you would call her because technically yeah. i guess she would classify as a scamp i remember her name in game is like huh chief of the scamp so maybe maybe she's another race that looks i mean she looks humanoid she looks right. like uh either a human or an elf or something like that but um I mean, she's got kind of this golden colored skin uh but right. for the most part scamps look like these little monster guys and i've got them up on the screen again they look they've got long ears they've got like their their legs are kind of bent and bowed they've got long arms they've got you know sharp teeth like I explained before sometimes they have horns on their head uh and for the most part i mean battle spire they were a little they looked a little lankier and taller and they uh, were a little lankier 
yeah they got a little, little shorter pointier. yeah oblivion still looks kind of the same legends and eso they all look kind of similar and yeah. then of course there's the the concept art the battlespire concept art if you look at the concept art from battlespire it looks i mean that could be concept art for eso it looks very similar to the way they look still um Oblivion concept art, same, very, very similar. The whole kind of bent back legs, they look like little gremlins. And right. the, I guess the one major difference is that they talked in the earlier games and they no longer really talk. They kind of no, lost that ability No, now they shriek or make weird sounds. Yeah. Which so. they did originally, but it, it was also them kind of being able to talk. Um, and, and I guess since we don't have, before we like move on to the next one, one thing that's like, we don't really have a like, daedric artifacts for these things the way we do when dealing with princes and stuff but i would be remiss to not point out the staff of everscamp from oblivion mm -hmm. the elder scrolls 4 which is one of the most hilarious weapons in the series it is just yeah. a staff that for it, it when you pick it up it summons hostile scamps it's a it's a shia gorath inspired artifact <laughs> right, spoilers right. yeah and and when you pick it up um it spawns hostile scamps that just mess it up because like if you try to do quests they'll just attack your quest giver and they're just running amok and being a pain in the ass <laughs> it's pretty great and then it's pretty great it's fused to your inventory you can't put it down <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's good but we definitely need more uh, items like that in future it's it's just Elder yeah Scrolls it's games. such yeah. a funny troll weapon <laughs> Yeah. Also, I mentioned uh, the Undaunted use scamps to carry things for them. They've got little backpacks just like this little guy right here. Look at that. Look yes. at that cute little guy. He's got a little leather backpack on. So festive. He's, it's like he's going to it's his first day of kindergarten. <laughs> it's funny. Is that the guy? I think that's the one in ESO. If you own him, you get five inventory slots. Oh, yeah. I that might he be. He literally holds five backpack things. Yeah, that might be him. Uh, Undaunted Porter I Scamp. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there you go. So that's scamps. Uh, everybody loves them. They're they're like little gremlins and they're they're wonderful. Uh, lots of different looks and colorings and all sorts of things. All right. Let's move on to their second one. The Scorian. Scorian. You're probably like, what's a Scorian? This is, a, this is one of those uh, lesser known creatures. Uh, Scorians are large deadlands touched arachnid like Daedra who per. Uh, whose purpose, not propose, whose purpose seems to be collecting and transferring magical en energy. Words are hard today, guys. Words are hard. They are rarely seen and were once used by the Order of the Waking Flame to collect residual torture energy for the construction of the antecedent catalyst in the Dread Cellar. Scorians that get swept away during eruptions are sometimes crushed into rugged gems known as scorian diamonds by the intense crucible of stone and flame sometimes you can find diamonds that are just made out of spider looking daedra squished up scorian yeah that's super weird uh here's yes. here's an image so these of things one. are new to elder scrolls online um yeah they're pretty decent enemy type and the thing about them is they've kind of come back in a couple scenarios but their original incarnation, the the idea that it's kind of been alluded to that there's like it's more effective to have a soldier like a black soldier get filled if the dudes if like your target is also like freaking out at the same time. It's like, ooh, it makes the it makes oh. it more effective. Oh yeah, torture them, make them feel terrible and so it becomes like, more effective. The yeah. idea that they there's torture energy that they're just like, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like that's what Dagon needs. More of this. 
I mean, if anybody wants torture and and energy, I, I mean, for sure, for sure, or or um, or ball. ball, either yeah, of them, both say. of them probably enjoy that. But yeah, and I guess it's weird. I didn't think about this at the time, but yeah, we're sticking with the Battle Spire theme because uh, the Dread Cellar, which was the first dungeon that they're kind of like showed up in, was uh, t- had some pretty strong ties to the Battle Spire, which is weird because it's. One of the few references to that outside Battlespire itself. The series kind of likes to pretend Battlespire isn't there a lot. Yeah, those older games, they come up on occasion. And this is one of the things that ESO does well, where all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they'll have like new year of content, a new dungeon or whatever. And there will be some little corner of that that's just a callback to something really old. And The, the amount of I mean, this year with the Order of the Lamp. It looks like the Knights of the Lamp are going to be a thing. And it's like, well, those haven't been around since literally when we saw a reference to them in Dagger, Daggerfall. Um, but yeah, like that's, um, what do you call it? So that's, you know, that's interesting. I love when the series kind of makes these like deep cuts. They have a lot to arena. Most people don't even realize that the collectibles to kick off the elsewhere year were basically arena collective. Like it was, the arena collectibles that went to the halls of Colossus. It's like, well, this is like deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, there's a lot of debate out there by the uh, gatekeepers of the series uh, that like, you know, ESO isn't, it's not the real lore, but they do real a really good job of pulling in old concepts from these other games and then giving yep. them a new life or making them make more sense in the timeline and in the world than they originally did. Because if you're going to, if you're going to gatekeep, then you got to keep all the weirdness. Like you, you gotta, you gotta fall on one side of the line, right? Either all of the old games are canon the way they are and right. ESO isn't or ESO is canon and the the canon continues to evolve over time. You kind of yeah. pick one of those two sides, right? So if you pick the first one, then that means any of the weird stuff from Battlespire or Arena or, you know, any of those early games, even this, the weird side games, like that stuff just has to stay weird and will never get explained. And even if it doesn't fit into right. the lore of the later games like Oblivion or Skyrim or Morrowind, then it's well too bad. It's just what it is. It's just weird forever. Like, yeah, that's not that's that doesn't work. It doesn't work. And the fact that the, the team at ESO who work on ESO have been trying to work some of these other concepts and creatures and ideas into a more updated version so that they actually do work with the rest of the series is really cool and to skip over that is to really miss out on stuff i like that eso does a pretty good job of making sure that some of the more abstract stuff is kind of like refurbished into the series again uh even if they just show like something new to the series or a new take on something like we had gideon which we hadn't seen since arena it was just kind of like pixelated generic whatever before and stuff like that um what do you call it but yeah it's it's like one of those things where it's just like it it's good when they kind of at least give a nod to stuff back in the series yeah yeah it is very cool so other than these details there's really not a whole lot else to say about these they're big spider looking bug daedra and you can yeah. squish them into diamonds i suppose if they get apparently, stuck underneath yeah, the apparently they condense down into diamonds quite well yeah pretty weird so all right those are our first two we've got two more to do but first we got to go thank our patrons so don't go anywhere this is a mist 
Dragonborn, um, you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls lore cast. All right, here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons, including our two newest patrons, Timmy B and Nick B. Different last names, but same first letter. Uh, thank you for signing up. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope you are enjoying your ad-free episodes or getting them early or any of the other things that you can get, stickers and T-shirts and joining us on Patreon chats, all of that stuff at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Go check it out. There might be something you like. Also, you can sign up as a free member. You don't get anything, but you can stay kind of connected on Patreon with that it's a new feature that they've been rolling out over the last few months also we have to shout out our daedric princes belli peritus kiracy and sheogorth sweet roll thank you so much for your support as well and to all 114 of our current patrons we couldn't do this without you so thank you for being here also lotus we got a new review just a reminder if you leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts, we'll read it out on a future episode of the show this one comes from america's hat from canada from dragon's bane 738 who writes amazing lore tom and lotus do such a good job at explaining the weird and wacky of elder scrolls and i just want to personally thank both of them for helping me with early morning shifts at work also why not her memora <laughs> nice i mean why not right why not her memora um but thank you for taking thank the time for that that was so nice yeah yeah say nice things and, and leave a review we really do appreciate it and uh also if you want to rate us on spotify or whatever other platform you're listening to us on or share us with your friends if you're getting back into playing elder scrolls whether it's updates to skyrim or eso and you're playing with other people and you want to share the lore with them pitch them the podcast they might enjoy it and we would appreciate it so thank you yeah. to everyone who supports the show we really do appreciate it. All right, let's move on. We've got two more Daedra to talk about. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, dear child of Sithis. That is why the Night Mother loves you. All right, we're back, and we are talking about Seekers. Uh, Lotus, I know you're excited about this one. I love seekers they're so weird <laughs> they are so weird they're, they're so weird i mean Their concept art is exceptionally weird oh oh yeah we're gonna have to show that on screen by the yeah, way just a reminder again if you really want to see all these pictures in us and our beautiful faces then we have a, a youtube channel that you can check this stuff on on as well uh but uh lotus should i read it out and then i know you've got all sorts of thoughts on this one. yeah yeah i i was gonna say i'll gush over these things a little bit here that's actually a bad adjective for these things Oh, yeah, oh take it all just back. the black inky stuff. <laughs> yep. that, oh. I ruined everything. It's oh, fine. gushing it out. All right. Seekers are grotesque tentacle Daedra. They are servants of Hermaeus Mora. Why not Hermaeus Mora? Why not Hermaeus Mora? <laughs> Usually guarding tomes of forbidden knowledge and are masters of illusion. Illusion. Who use invisibility and decoy mirror images as distractions while they sap their target's strength, feeding off the ghosts of those seeking knowledge. Seekers have the power to banish prey with sound attacks. They are rarely seen outside of Apocrypha. They have the ability to drain their prey's energy, vitality, and magicka, as well as the knowledge from unfortunate mortals who cross its path. While they appear bestial and imposing, they are not unintelligent. A journal of Morian Zenus about Apocrypha notes that seekers would 
converse with other Daedra in the realm, doing so with a lisp <laughs> and usually talking about the mage himself and more as intentions. They keep a variety of books, spellbooks, and scrolls with them. Uh, more powerful seekers are called aspirants or high seekers. They actually have different status levels. Like, And th that's not uncommon among different Daedra, especially the more intelligent sure. ones to have different rankings and things like that. Uh, here, I'm going to put some pictures up on the screen while you you chime in with some of your yeah, so gushing. They're just like, they are, what have I done? <laughs> um, yeah, in general, it's just like, I think their design is is really unsettling like they're really again it sticks with the mora mo you know motif that they got going on they're very tentacly but like they don't so much wear armor as it looks like tattered robes and stuff like that and they're just like these hunched over like little monstrosities <laughs> so they're they hover like they don't walk they don't even really have legs they just, just kind of like float around float around hovering collecting books i i always like thought it was kind of funny they're like just really sketchy librarians <laughs> really sketchy okay all right i like, mean they're the hot librarians kind of a, a motif or whatever right you know like yeah, oh that lady who them. looks these, a little nerdy she's got the glasses and the sweater yeah, but these ones she's, ain't them. she's actually get, really get, cute not they have this. a reasonable amount of eyes for being a Hermaeus Morris realm. Yeah. Also here, check this out. I mean, they've got the tentacles. They've got like this whole Eldritch, Eldritch God kind of thing going on. But in some of the concept art, they also have a hole in their stomach with yeah, like so many people teeth. are pointing out the fact that it, they kind of have like a um, yeah. I'm not the uh, what is it the pit of sarlacc is oh that a sarlacc pit from I'm star wars for? yeah they've kind of got that yeah, going like on right in the middle <laughs> yeah there's another one yeah on this eso picture um, um yeah and uh, they have to do with apocrypha so we we don't get them much in the other games outside of skyrim no, they're, and they're pretty ESO. uncommon in fact um they just kind of like unsettlingly float around a decent about a decent around before but um when it came to ESO, you saw them in a lot more different situations, kind of like referring to the hierarchy. Some of them are like so big, they're borderline like guardians of like sections of the library. Like they're friggin' enormous, whatever the, I don't know off the top of my head, remember they had the world boss one mm -hmm. that splits into multiple forms and then like yeah. throws book whirlwinds at you and stuff. That thing's yep. huge. It's like the side... I, like the size of a house so yeah. even just questing through the necrom stuff when you're in apocrypha and you're going through some of the different little labyrinthine kind of dungeon parts of the main storyline you you come across them as enemies and um if you don't kill them quickly they kind of multiply or they cast these illusions where it's like all of a sudden there's three of them and you're like oh crap now there's three and then you kill the main one and the others disappear yeah so they are kind of tricky like that yeah yeah these guys uh they're grotesque and they're terrifying in just the right ways yeah yeah no i, I think those are the they they kind of match the whole setting really well i find i i always thought like even just with dragonborn back to skyrim like having them just kind of like floating around like rummaging through books and stuff like that looking for more stuff they just they're very very unsettling and i think they add a great creep factor to apocrypha yeah so okay so i'm gonna pitch a fun a fun idea for you we know All that right. mortals who end up in apocrypha can go insane we know that they can lose their minds and these have a semi humanoid kind of shape what if yeah. the bodies of the people were repurposed and grow tentacles and then are inhabited by some sort of daedric spirit that then become these things i could see that especially after we got the uh information on like the hushed 
that came out with Necrom, where they kind of were so enamored by obsession with searching for stuff, they kind of like lost themselves and they just became like these hollowed out little husks. Um, and then you also have the situation of people literally going insane amongst the stacks yeah. of Apocrypha. Right. It makes me think like some of those like, okay, is this like what happens if you if it keeps you alive in Apocrypha? Do you basically take on this gross form? <laughs> so you just like are lost in and amongst the stacks and everything like that. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, I, I wonder if it's a mix. Um, I, I don't know. I wonder if it's a mix of are they partly like yeah it's it, it they're hermes morris creations but also can you essentially be indoctrinated into being one of these things if you're lost in the stacks for too long type of deal yeah or like uh, and i'm not suggesting that the people become these so much like i think at some point the person's mind is gone and they're right. kind of a husk so now why, why not repurpose the husk right right i mean it, like, gives, it, it gives it a purpose yeah i, guess. I don't i mean and this is nowhere near any there's no evidence in the lore for this but it was always no, it's just like they, they give me this feeling of like well now that you've been in apocrypha long enough and you understand the forbidden knowledge you can never leave and now you are bound to hermaeus mora and you are and going to serve constantly seeking something else right so it's just like you devolve more and more into whatever these things are yeah that's I'd always had that that sense about the almost like, like they, they are humanoid enough and you cover them up and they've got arms and they've got like these old robes that are tattered almost like over time a body right. might shift in this direction having been around these eldritch looking creatures and things things yeah, yeah. No, for sure yeah I, I i don't think there's any proof for this this is totally out either, there but, but it's something so it's funny because i i wasn't even sure i'd bother to bring it up but it's something i always kind of got the vibe of um yeah. I, I always got that vibe that it was kind of like are these things like lost because of this or not like okay are these created by hermaeus mora or eh, i don't know it's it's like has he built up minions over time as yeah. people try to yeah. get into the area or get, you know, bumble into Apocrypha? He right. still made it a little easier to get into Apocrypha, but it's not exactly an easy place to just get to type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So these are fun. These are, these are creepy. And yeah, if they, you haven't they, experienced them, definitely. Yeah. One, one of the enemies I really like, they actually, I always thought they resembled a lot. Um, the Ascended Sleepers, which is a super just Morrowind like the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind thing mm -hmm. during the Blight Storm and everything like that. I feel like they were kind of like the inspiration for the art style to that. You can look up an Ascended Sleeper if anybody's interested. I don't even know if those were in our beast here because they're not really Daedric. They're just a mess. Yeah, yeah maybe we should but do yeah, episodes on some looking. of that stuff. Some of these like Daedra adjacent monsters. Da who yeah, 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 that's a good way to it. Daedra yeah. adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, we'll we'll put that in the uh, the old back pocket for some future stuff. But we've got one more to get to. <laughs> yes, the one last one. Gaffin, S K A A F I N, which again reminds me of a, a dumb name for a ska band because it has the word ska in it. Um, I can imagine like a picture of a fish with <laughs> like fin, like it's a fish. Anyway, uh, that's not what these are because the ska fin are 
are a race of Daedra found in the fields of regret that serve Clavicus Vile, who we mentioned before. In appearance, they have yellow skin, red eyes, long black horns on their head with blonde, brown, or bald haircuts. That's a weird way to call a haircut. Usually bald is not a haircut of choice. <laughs> it's just what happens when you stop having hair. Run out of hair. Right. Then you don't need haircuts anymore. But anyway, uh, physiologically, they resemble Altmer and Dunmer having pointed ears and similar facial structures, though they came or they come in varying sizes between three to six feet tall. The Scoffin appear to have some form of a caste system. The taller Scoffin have more sophisticated weapons and stronger armor, often serving as leaders. Scoffin smaller in stature are more feral, having a primitive vocabulary and fight using little more than their hands and magic. There are definitely similarities between this humanoid Daedric race and some of the others that we've talked yeah. about. Uh, when manifesting in Tamriel, Scoffin are known to corporalize rap- rapidly out of chaotic creatia, spout- sprouting from the ground up in orange-colored goo. Scoffin can use a variety of spells, such as projectile flares and maskers can create masks m-a-s-q-u-e-s spectral clones that explode to attack their target they are known to communicate using mirrors showing what it's what is on the other side of a different mirror instead of a reflection kind of like a portal uh, as shapeshifters, Clavicus Vile and Barbus are known to take the form of Scoffin outside of their domain to kind of go yep. incognito a little bit sort of how we saw them for the most part originally and then ESO has done more with it also you briefly saw them in Redguard I think it is. yeah yeah it's it's Redguard this is a photo of them on the, the lore page mm-hmm. um, but yeah they're, they're again it's not one that you commonly run into but essentially if you see what Clavicus file looks like in that weird mask the, the yeah. you usually get is your Daedric artifact it's like a scoffing shaped thing with little horns and stuff like right that. right and like his picture here from ESO when he's even when he's in like a mortal looking form he's really taking the scoffing form he's got horns yeah. on his head I he's got like pointy ears he's they, got this they seem like same that's skin color. probably his thing and he just formed these creatures in his image type of deal right yeah yeah so yeah that, that's an interesting way to look at it like maybe they were designed around him kind of like um, Mayrun's Dagon has certain types of daedra who have multiple arms and they look like little mini sure, versions of him. sure yeah i could see that as well um but yeah so it, it gave and you know barbus again he usually get as a puppy but sometimes when he takes a humanoid form he looks like a scoffin as well it's right. like a very ugly one he's got kind of a, yeah, kind of a grumpy ugly face <laughs> yeah yeah he should really just be a puppy yeah just i mean you're better in dog just, form yeah just be just be a dog it's just fine. be a dog dogs are the way best. better Way better. Way better than yeah, cats. Yeah, get pets and cookies. That's fine. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no no cats, just dogs. I'm going to get a <laughs> lot of letters after that one. <laughs> People are going to send me emails. Doggo is better, Outlander Frog in chat. Yes, right. absolutely. Um, so, but these are interesting because they've got similar qualities to some of these other humanoid Daedra with the different levels of like authority and not just levels in their society where some of them have like better gear and and those kinds of things the ones that are higher up seem more intelligent they seem yeah more of an actual threat the only other thing at least from experiencing fighting them in game which you will do more than you will work alongside them but they seem like sort of less impressive um like threat wise they seem much less impressive than some of the other 
specific minions that people like it's some of the data crunches they all have like their specific ones type of deal like not all of them but a lot of them a lot of them they'll have things that are known to be with them scoffin seem pretty low on the totem pole of threat for the most part they kind of like you drop them pretty fast in the games they're not really a super big even when like they Clavicus Vile gets involved with like sieging something or whatever. Scoffin are just getting wiped out left and right. Even it's just more of like overwhelming you with numbers of them more than they're actually like very useful. Right. right. Um, the big, big ass ones in Red Guard, I guess, are a little more intimidating. <laughs> so game, I was going to ask this. I've got the image on the screen now. Red Guard is an old game. It does not have updated graphics by it any sure means. Doesn't. How do you feel about this Red Guard guy? Because he looks uh, like a, a yellow statue with. Uh, a mohawk horn on the top of his head, little yeah. mandible horns uh, coming out of his like jaw, and then two weird horns coming out of his shoulders. So it has been a very and, oh, long. Oh, and he stole the shredder oh. from Teenage Mutant, yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja oh. Turtles pants. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's been a long time since I've played Red Guard, like a really long time. And if I can ever get the time to finish Battle Spire. I'm not Battlespire, Daggerfall on my like playthrough. I need to tackle Red Guard again for everybody's amusement uh, and my own torture because that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of the worst video games I've actually ever played in my life. <laughs> I, <laughs> Red Guard is astoundingly uh, bad in my opinion. But Todd Howard uh, on that recent video he did where he went back all over all the games he worked on said, eh, this was actually pretty good. It, it's got <laughs> a lot of really cool ideas in it and it is a chore to play. Um, you know what it is? I think it's all the voice acting in that one in particular. Except for the main character Silas who is awesome and has like one of the yeah. best voices ever. It's like Clavicus Vile's voice and like oh my all God. of these other yeah, characters. We've played that on the show before. It's horrific. Yeah, And it's, it's uh, not so much that it was bad voice acting so much as the direction the voice actors got oh, yeah, was no, it, talk it was as annoyingly as to possible. Be ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Be ridiculous and then we're going to record and it. And then also we're going to modify the voice sample like right. out of control. Right. And then only run it at like four bits. Yes. <laughs> so um, so everything's, everything sounds kind of like this. Yeah. yeah it like Okay, cool. It's like we're in Red Guard now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome, traveler, to Red Guard. Actually, this is way more soothing than Red Guard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a kazoo. Um, I'm doing like a kazoo thing with my hand. But like that big impressive one in, from, from Red Guard there, the Guardian version of a Scoffin, um, from that image, you don't fight them from what I remember, like ever. You only see these two. There's like two of these Guardians while you're in the Fields of Regret. While Clavicus, Clavicus Vile gives you a riddle to solve. They're and just overseeing the, the yeah, delivery you, of the riddle. It, That's again, what it is. I think if... They're his production remember, managers. Yeah, you basically have to just give your answer to one or the other. And if you're wrong, I think he just beats you to death. And there's like no... You <laughs> cool. just start over. You're Thanks. Just, yeah, <laughs> All right. If I remember correctly. It's been a long time, so I, I could be misremembering <laughs> that a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, um, weird. I don't know. Scoffin are... I think they're pretty integral i think they're like a really unique enemy to clavicus vile but they're like they're kind of like for anybody who watches ninja turtle they're like the foot soldiers of like vintage Man, we got like all the references whatevers. we got all the references today yeah they steal yeah. uh shredder's pants and yeah and yeah well I, I, you know what i didn't even realize i was sticking with the ninja turtles theme mm-hmm. there you go perfect yeah mm-hmm. yep all right. Well, that's that's Scoffin. Uh, they do show up in history. There's a bunch of uh, there's events that happen with ESO with yep. them. Uh, they yeah, show you can up in a decent amount in ESO at pretty major Clavicus Vile plot points. 
Yeah, but that's pretty much most of it. It's like Red Guard and ESO. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they they've really kind of been Clavicus isn't usually one of the more threatening Daedric princes so much as more of one Daedric prince who just likes to grief people. Yeah, he does show up in like Skyrim and Oblivion, right? And, and it's just like it's kind of just trying to make deals and trick people yeah. just to kind of mess with them. Yeah. So there's not a lot of invasion purposes usually with him. Right. Right. Oh man, speaking, thinking of back, we got to wrap up the show soon, but thinking back to Oblivion um, and the rumors of like a remake and Skyblivion oh getting closer. So oh my God. I totally want to go back. It's been a long time. I really want to yep. go back. And now with that stuff on the horizon, it's so much harder to just go back and play the original version. Cause I'm like, Correct. I'm like, oh, but we might have like HD textures and actual I lighting. Know. I and- really, really, really want an official remaster to go along with the reimagining of sky oblivion so that i can see both oh yeah i would play through both like i want i want both of those things so badly yeah absolutely that would be awesome so uh get on it rob what's up rob why is it not out yet? Because <laughs> you're in charge of the whole thing. Because you're in charge. You're, you're, not we even. know it's your responsibility, Rob Princess. Um, yep. I'm going to uh, talk to Rebelize so we can <laughs> yell at you. <laughs> All right. Just you, though. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our uh, this episode about the Daedra. We've got a few more to go still. So he says, I'm trying. <laughs> Speed it up. Get with the program. All right. Uh, Lotus, you got anything else going on you want to share before we head out? Um, no, we're going to, uh, attempt to record another episode of tales this week. I'm glad people enjoyed the comically long episode that we had right after the reveal thing when we all got to back together and everybody's like, wow, now that's a, yeah, that's an episode of tales. Cause it pushed three and a half hours. Oh God. Yeah. I, I don't know how you do it. That, that there would be too much to for discuss, me. And I yeah. couldn't talk for very long afterwards. <laughs> I bet. Oh my God. So I had an idea and I was going to mention this at the beginning of the show, but maybe we'll try it out here and we'll see how it goes. Um, okay. before we wrap up. The UESP has added a new page called Random Page. They used to have a little button oh, you yes. hit for Random Page. Now yes, they've got they little did. categories. Any page, lore, general, mods, uh, specific games going through all of them, including the mobile games, books, things like that. So I thought it would be fun for us to wrap up every episode of the show with just a random oh. lore page and just see what comes up. I love this. Because there's so many. All right. There's so many. I love so, this idea. This chat, is such a great closing to the show. Right. Chat. Which are, which button are we hitting? Any page or lore? The first response is what we're going to do. Any page <laughs> or lore? The first person to respond, and I'm so going to hit the button. First person in chat who just types something, we'll just go with what they. First, so the first person in chat. Lore. Any page okay. or lore? Any page. Right. Her scene in chat says uh, any page. We're any clicking, page. Any page. Yeah, everybody wants any page anyway. So it's here we go. Oh, I cannot read this whole thing because it's too long. But this is the this is what we got. Lore colon King Edward part eleven. <laughs> This is one of the books. Oh, it's one of the books. And it's only in Daggerfall. This book has not been in any of the other games. Uh, so this is how it goes. King Edward Part 11. XI 11. Part 11 of the story of the life of a long ago king. The companion stayed the night at a crude but comfortable inn at a tiny village that called itself Ravenspring, located in the foothills of the Hrothgarian Mountains. And it goes on from there. That is our random lore. <laughs> 
of today's <laughs> today's episode. King Edward Volume Eleven. That's not even the last volume. It goes to part uh, part twelve. Oh, There's twelve yeah. parts, and each of these is like you know how a lot of the lore books are like three or four pages long in the yeah, game. Yeah, no, Daggerfall, and it's like, Daggerfall don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> this is like an entire story divided up into twelve parts. So it is funny. Sometimes you will get that, like a dance and fire and stuff like that. Yes. It's like it's straight up. You could make a TV show out of it. <laughs> right, right. No, this is a whole long story. Uh, so that's your random lore for this week is that there's this the random lore. King Edward Remember story. King Edward. Remember King Book Edward. 11. Here, uh, King Edward, uh, the story and life of Longa King. According to the original Council of Wisdom member Anna Jindra, Alier's name is pronounced. Oh, God. There's just so much in this one. This one little story. Um yeah, no, that would have to be an entire series of episodes just to get through that one that one story about King Edward. I like this. I actually yeah. think we need to do this at the end, and if it's super long, we'll just make a reference to it so that it's just like, hey, here's a thing. Here's a thing. Here's a thing. Oh, mate, what if we if did it's short enough? We what, can read the whole thing. What if we did uh, little mini clips of the the end? Like in the end, we just do like a mini clip of the thing, but then we have like the extended full read for patrons. The full read of the. <laughs> oh my god it's like one of those like uh, one of those like uh audible novels <laughs> <laughs> right well what's so crazy about this is that we happen to get like a book here let me back up i know out of all i'm just gonna hit any so page the again first time we do this we get a literal book and we're in book 11 oh my god any page is crazy okay better cities what does each file do these this is a look at the, the uesp is insane this is a look at a file from i don't even know what game this is from the it's got esps in it this must knowledge. be this must be skyrim or oblivion probably uh, or morrowind maybe uh leowin dark brotherhood chronicles breville this is oblivion this yeah, is it's, it's oblivion this is how to parse the information in one of the files in oblivion about locations Amazing. this is insane uh maybe we'll just stick to clicking the lore one in the future Oh, I don't we get another. We get another. I don't know. We get another book. I don't know. All right. I feel our random UESP page tidbit of the week. <laughs> it's a new segment that I'm all for. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll do this again next week. Uh, thank you for being here. And of course, you can check out the rest of my stuff uh, at robotsradio.net uh, and a bunch of other people's stuff as well. We do lots of lore content and podcasts about all sorts of fun things like video games. So go check exactly. it out. Play. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks for being here, chat and Lotus. And we'll be back next week. So uh, look forward to that. And yes, we'll see you. We'll see you out there. Be safe out there. Don't uh, summon any scamps or they might burn your house down because that can happen. All right. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Check out robotsradio.net for more podcasts just like this. And join us on the Robots Radio Discord. Be part of a community of over 5,000 people who are excited about video games and so much more. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play.